0: Yeah. I know. Take me to the king.
1: Oh, he no, just gave me an idea for next year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a new intro for the new year. Okay, <clears throat> soon and very soon we are going to see the king.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Soon and very soon. We are going to see the
0: king. On your background.
1: Soon and very soon. We are going, going to,
0: to see, see the, the king.
1: King of Kino King of Keno. We're going, going to
0: see the king.
1: Hey, it's the King, <laughs> king of cast coming at you live and direct, man, from the A-Town to Gunpowder Springs, and everywhere in between. I got the one and only. Now, you know what? Sometimes people say the one and only. That's not really true. I'll delve into that a little later because I've seen a lot of carbon copies here in Atlanta recently (laughs) during COVID. Tights, Ugg boots. You know, but anyway, i digress i digress i love i love you all i love you black women i love you i appreciate y'all i esteem y'all highly okay the one and only i call her Chama. i don't know how many monikers she has i don't know what you what do you go by like do people call you your instagram name like how how does that work what do you what do you go by how do you introduce yourself generally speaking
0: oh it's interesting you know um my name, my birth name is Kalisha, but my family calls me Cam. And so I pretty much introduce myself to friends and family as Cam. My little niece, she calls me Auntie Cam Cam, which I think is cute. Um, I like that. Yeah, my mom calls me Cam A. I guess like the, Cam- like the soap. Yeah, I don't know where she got that from. Well, my middle name <laughs> is Antoinette. So I guess okay. Cam A, but she says Cam A. Like, <laughs> okay. that's the name. So, you know. Um, my Instagram name is Nutella Brown Baby, and nobody calls me that, but they can, you know.
1: Uh, Okay, maybe do you think because it's so long, or
0: I don't know. People tend to like the name. I've been going by Nutella Brown Baby creatively for I don't know, probably about almost ten years now. It's been quite a while, yeah.
1: Before the gram, yeah, pre-gram,
0: just before the gram. Me and my friends, we came up with our DJ name. You know, my friend Melissa, she was already a DJ, but she had come up with a new name. I think at the time her name was like Sugar Hill or something, and I was Nutella Brown Baby, so that was like my fantasy
1: DJ name. Um, oh, fantasy DJ! I was about to say I didn't know you was a DJ.
0: I could DJ. I want to DJ, but I don't want to be like a move the crowd DJ. I want to be the DJ that like plays music while you're in the coffee shop working on a script. Or, you know, like if you're in a store or something, I want to be that kind of DJ. Like, I don't want the responsibility of, you know, making everybody dance and all that. Mm -hmm.
1: So it's like ambient sound. You want to be like an ambient sound type of.
0: Yes. The soundscape DJ. Nutella Brown Baby.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Lo-fi mix. (laughs) Hey, so. I met you, I guess, a little over a year ago, right? Mm -hmm. Shout out to my cousin. I call him my brother because he's like my little brother and my cousin, but he's really my cousin by blood, not, you know, Mm -hmm. play, play, you know. Shout out Kitara Ramses, AKA Shinobi, AKA.
0: Mr. Soul Kitchen, Art Kitchen.
1: Art Kitchen. I was gonna say something else, but I was gonna say Mr. Walking Calamity, but um I love my little cousin. He had a birthday party at your place. Shout out to them quad ones for my Georgia lottery players, quad ones. That was her address. So I get to the address to our house on the west side and I pull up. Now I don't think I have ever, out of all the places I've been, all across the globe, all across America, I don't think I've ever been to someone's residence with the address 1111 mm-hmm. ever.
0: The Wish House—that's what I called
1: it. You—you you called it what? The Wish House. Like the that. Wish House. Yeah. I like that. The Wish House. Damn, you didn't tell me that. I would have made a wish. <laughs> I would have. But I go. It was a great party. Interesting. You know, it was my very first time at your abode and i you know the party was kind of winding down i was getting ready to leave and i happened you know to see you you was in your work spot like you weren't really partaking in the party you were in your shop area and i'm like what? what is this you know what's she got going on and lo and behold i come across just a mortgage board of just all things beautiful and creative and you know uh just you know tell people a little bit about what you what you do and how you do it and you know your background
0: yeah um well you know um by education by trade i am uh as they say classically trained fashion designer you know i have a oh. master's in fashion and i've been sewing since i was 12 years old um and I've always been a maker, you know, I've always made things. I know when I was growing up, my mom would come in and like help me clean my room and she would try to throw all this stuff away, and I'd be like, "No, Mom, don't throw that away. I can make something from that, everything, mm. trash, <laughs> you know, old aluminum foil, um shoelaces, anything. I can make something from that. So I've always made things. I've always made jewelry, little bags, you know, um. I started really selling goods when I probably got into high school. I used to crochet and I used to make little stash bags for um, medicinal (laughs) for my classmates. Um, Pins and paper. Yes, exactly. You know, little stash bags for your pens and papers and books and and things. And, you know, um, that's when I started to really enjoy it and consider it as something to do. But, um, you know, over time it has just evolved and, I'm just pretty much a one-woman department store. That's how I Mm. see myself. You know, I can make all kinds of things.
1: What is in the name of your store or should we say the website that you – so you're doing the website, you're design the website yourself, correct? Oh,
0: Lord, yes. I am. So now I guess you could say I'm like a baby web developer, you know,
1: that's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. That's amazing.
0: It's it's crazy because it's so much work. Like I'm doing it, and I'm doing every like I'm still making everything. Still, you know, curating, crafting, and on top of that, I got to figure out DNS sporting and, um, you know, cash files and you know email domains and all of this stuff. It's it's quite wild. Um, my friend Arnold is helping me out a lot, but. It is a lot of. Work. Hey Arnold! Yeah, Arnold. Hey Arnold! Arnold Encoma, the web developer to the stars. You know.
1: Okay. Um,
0: he really helped me out a lot, but um, but yeah, my my website is called Chamo Shop. My label, my brand is, is called Chamo, and so my website is chamoshop.com. Um, Chamo. Chamo. Every
1: time I call. <laughs> well. And can you tell the people? Can you spell that for them? Because they're probably going to be like, "How do you spell Chamo?"
0: Right. Okay. So Chamo is spelled C H A M O. Chamo. Chamo. It's it's pretty much pronounced the way it looks. It's um it really means girl child or girl baby in the Mandinka language, and it's a funny, um, it's a funny way I got I came across that name. Um, if you want to know the story. I don't
1: know if it's one of those stories. Oh, know. they want, oh, they, oh, the <laughs> podcast world wants to know the story.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, so let's just, like, you know, flashback to probably when I was about maybe 20. I knew I wanted to be a fashion designer. My dad was like, oh, what are you going to name your label? Are you going to name your label Baby Girl? You know, and I think this is around the time Baby Fat was popping. And I okay. was like, no, I'm not going to name my label Baby Girl because that's what he calls me. So, you know, that's why he thought it was going to be a good idea. But flash forward to me living in Philadelphia, um, there was a guy from Gambia that lived in the building next to my building. And every time he saw me, he would be like, hey, Chamo. What's up, Chamo? Hey, Chamo. (laughs) He always wanted my number. And so that was like his way of always getting my attention. And he told me that was what he was going to call me. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool, you know, because it sounded exotic. And then um, eventually I asked him what it meant. And he said it meant girl, baby. And I just thought that was so funny that, you know, it's like a full circle. So I ended up naming my label baby girl after all. So um, nice. yeah, so that's Chama, Chama Shop, going strong now um, for probably about five years, I would say.
1: Um, well, I know for a fact that I had my good friend Lily contact you. Now, mind you, I had never seen—well, I've seen what you did, but I've never, you know, seen you make a dress or anything of that nature. But she called me. It was a Super Bowl event. We were having at the Four Seasons. She was coming. She like, I want a custom made dress. I want like an African print. Blah 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 blah. Who do you know? I can. Who can make it? I was like, "Well, I just met someone, you know, a couple of months ago." And <laughs> I sent y'all information. Y'all linked up, and y'all the dress was man, hey, it was wonderful. It you, y- yeah, Aww. it was beautiful.
0: I love that. Dress. It was beautiful. Yeah, it 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 looked beautiful on her. It was, you know, she really gave me a lot of insight of what she wanted. That's really important. I know that um, mm-hmm. a lot of people oh. they get custom work done by designers and just know that you know that's going to be an interactive project you have to make sure that you kind of pretty much know what you want and and know Mm. you know um you got to know the event and the type of look you want for that event you got to know your body and what you know looks well for your body and be open to understanding that and that was a really um great project me and Lili did and I was really flattered because you hadn't seen me make anything so I was like you know She's sending me this person. She's going to a very important event. There's going to be like all these wonderful people there. So I was like, you know, I just got to turn up right quick and you know do the do. And it really turned out well. So I was I was very grateful for you sending her my way, and we went on to make other outfits together, me and Lily. So um, that turned out to be a very fruitful arrangement that you made for me. I appreciate nice. it. Nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Already, already. See now now this is a p P.S.A. Pharaoh Public Service Announcement. Now, I'm highlighting small businesses specifically, or if you want to say specifically, um, black businesses, right? Mm -hmm. The key to our business, I'm going to say our businesses is you have to be on point. Like, you're on point, you know. Everyone that I'm gonna bring on the podcast I've dealt with, they are on point. This and it's okay if you make a mistake or you falter, but you have to be not only teachable, you have to remain humble. Like the situation that happened in Dallas at the restaurant, True Kitchen and Cocktails, where the owner mm-hmm. of an eatery is cursing out paying customers mm-hmm. because they're twerking or whatnot. But yet still so you have a DJ playing twerk quote-unquote music. Like I, I don't know what else has happened from that story or whatever because I don't really keep up with those types of things. But I know for a fact if I'm eating at a restaurant and the owner, proprietor, whoever comes out and starts uh what do you call it? Not even lecture. That wasn't even a lecture. Chastising. Just break- yeah, it was chastising, uh, you're right? Berating. He was berating, paying customer. I don't need your money and this, and I, I'm just like, what? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. To all to be I know mindful.
0: is, you know, like when you have would, a business, uh, you have to be mindful of all things. You know, right? Um, especially when those phones come out, because when the phones come out, it really doesn't matter what happened before. You know what I mean? Like nobody,
1: nobody can. Right. When the the phones come out, you need to
0: act accordingly, you know? And unfortunately, you know, we saw him in a light, which is so funny because I am the person. When I go to a restaurant, I don't like the loud parties. You know, like it's a group of 10, 12 people. It's a birthday. They're loud. They have fun, blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't like that vibe, but I still wouldn't want to see the owner you know, um, loud talking, chastising, pushing up on patrons like that. That would make me feel bad.
1: Right. Right. It was almost, and honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, when I watched it, um, it was almost like he was bullying them mm-hmm. to a certain extent.
0: And it was all based um, on his opinion. You know, like it's your restaurant, but unless there's something that is established, you got rules. No torture in my restaurant. Right. It's not
1: a You're not a country club, bro. Right. You're not a country club. He said it was a nice and, restaurant. But,
0: he wanted he paid too much money, you know, to have people in there twerking in his restaurant. That's what he's you know, and, that's what he said.
1: And when I was in Dallas, the hotel I stayed in downtown was literally like the restaurant is on the corner, and the hotel is like half a block down the way. But moving in the spirit. I saw it, but it nothing really pulled me to go in there. Like mm. I wasn't drawn to go in there. You know what I mean? They didn't have no DJ uh, playing no twerk music to call you in. Um, I was there on the weekend. <laughs> um, it was a Sunday, but I mean, I, honestly, I don't know. There was a line. They were pretty busy, you know. But I wasn't inclined to go. I mean, if I go there, I might as well just stay in Atlanta and go to a spot here on peter street basically yeah you feel me
0: yeah
1: um so chamo shop what would you say um where was your inspiration so you say you started sewing at 12 mm-hmm. like who influenced you or where did you get that you know drive or that want to the to make things it's like did you see someone in your family was an artist or what where did oh
0: come yeah from? you know i i say all day all day every day my grands my grammy grams Evelyn annette brown uh she taught me pretty much anything that i know anything that i mm. expanded on you know i went to art school twice <laughs> but everything started with my grandmother you know she um i first started sewing at home at and then from there, I found out you can actually make clothes that way, like with a sewing machine and fabric. And I, I didn't know that I just thought you bought clothes in the store. And that was it. And so she started teaching me how to sew from patterns. And, you know, I really got into that. And she taught me how to embroider. I enjoy embroidering. My grandmother was a ceramic artist. Um, she still has so many beautiful things that she's made through her life in her home. And I just really admire it. You know, I, I started doing ceramics as well because of her. And um, mm-hmm. she's somebody that is, you know, she's been had successful craft businesses. She made flower arrangements for a while. She's done, you know, anything that you could do in craft. You know, my grandmother mm. has done. So I'm a, a very big advocate for the preservation of craft. Um, you know, now in the digital age, we do so many things online. many of our things are manufactured and we're so far removed from the process of creating many things in our everyday lives and craft really gives you the opportunity to just kind of reconnect with that experience and that's pretty much what Chamo is about just providing handcrafted really interesting unique assorted finds that you know either I make or someone I know make or that I import from other countries as well
1: um, how interesting! I like that. I I'm sure. I, I mean, and I don't want to assume, but I can only imagine that crafting is is very therapeutic. Also, like
0: it is. Um, that's a really a big part of it because a lot of things in craft is very repetitive. If you look at uh, crochet, crochet is and knitting, you're making knots over and over and over and over and over and over again. And you're doing these repetitive actions to work towards this completed project. And the sum of those actions is what really is the end result. And it gives you a lot of time to just kind of meditate and zone out and think about things, you know, while still working. And that is a very special time for me. And that's pretty much probably why I enjoy making things so much is the time that I get to just think and reflect on things while I'm working.
1: When you're crafting or whatnot, do you have a general idea of what you're gonna make, or do you kind of freestyle or how do you come up with your work?
0: Um, you know that's a really interesting question. It really kind of starts with proposing an idea, you know, like I might see something um okay, so say for instance, my mother earth combs that I've been making for about three years now they're they're just pretty much shells. Um, that you can wear in your hair and that idea pretty much started with okay you know a lot of people can put shells in their hair on braids and you know beads and afros and things like that but what if you really just wanted to have you know just a group of shells that were in your hair and not necessarily connected to anything how could that be possible and then I thought Mm -hmm. oh okay well you know you could put on the comb so then I just started putting shells on combs and really it's so funny because it's a very straightforward and very small product but it's quite popular and Mm it really is just simply shells on a comb that people just didn't have access to before and i think that's what makes it really unique and special for my customers but it really just Mm -hmm. starts with an idea um or a a hypothesis of how to do something you know fashion Mm -hmm. fashion design the art of actually designing clothes is really engineering. You have an idea and then you have fabric and you have to figure out how can I make this fabric conform to this idea that I have. And it's like solving that problem. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Never looked at it from that perspective, but I mean, then again, I don't have a master's either. so (laughs) (laughs) A (laughs) master's. Nice. I like I like that Think That's very interesting. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So tell me what is, so people aren't afraid or what? Well, a lot of times people will be nervous when they hear, oh, a fashion designer was making her own stuff. Like, what is your price point? Like low end to high end? What's your general price? Mm,
0: you know what? It really depends. And that is okay. something that is um, really based upon the designer, what they're offering, right? Um, okay. I would say that you have to keep in mind when we say designer, it is designer, just like you know a name, you know, Raph Lauren, or you might mm-hmm. know Muchia Prada, or you might know Donatella Versace, you know, they're designers and that's their name. So any designer okay. has their name. So you have to understand that what that person brings to the clothing is the design aspect. So you have to honor that. And keeping that in okay. mind, you know, things aren't going to be the same price as it would be in Rainbow or Macy's. Sometimes not even uh maybe I'm trying to think. What's in between like Saks and Macy's? I don't even know anymore.
1: <laughs> um in between Saks and Macy's? Yeah, what's
0: in between? Wow. Uh
1: damn. Well, you know, I'm a man, so I don't, you know, I only shop you at don't a couple shop of at Macy's, spots. Right. Oh, okay. No. Well um I, mm-hmm. I was gonna say Dillards, but not really. Oh, yeah, Dillard's, Dillards and
0: Dillard. Oh yeah, I forgot about Dillards. But even still, you know, like a, a designer that is making things on their own, you know, they're making the pattern. You're giving them the idea, they're creating the idea, they're making the pattern for the idea, they are sourcing the fabric for the idea. They are Mm. cutting the fabric, you know, constructing the fabric. Sometimes we get help with those types of things like the actual construction, but the brain work and the energy that goes into the whole process itself, it's not a cheap experience. You know, I would say that a lot of my customers um, are either people that are going to a special event, they're Mm -hmm. traveling, you know, or they are, you know, uh, might be someone that speaks on a regular basis, like they have engagements with people. They want to look nice they need things to fit them a certain type of way um business okay. owners things like that um and so there's an understanding that there's a lot of work that goes into that you know um i don't really like to talk about uh quote unquote trouble clients because you know it all comes with the business but you know i tell people i don't get a discount on fabric <laughs> you know i don't get a discount on the electricity bill you know to create the things the only thing i can mark down is my brain and my energy and my experience and that I can't mark down for that. You know, that is pretty much the meat and potatoes of the design experience. And so um, it's a lot that goes into that. It just really depends on the design that someone wants to have.
1: Pay her, pay her, her money. Yeah.
0: You know, (laughs) we always say, you know, the charge, the the rate of creating something is how much it charged it costs for me to care about what you need to get done you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're trying to get me to um, adjust the pricing to make it cheaper, what you're doing is asking me to care less <laughs> about uh, your project, you right. know? And we want people to be mm. engaged, and I like to do work that is exciting and rewarding, you know? So we always have to keep those things in mind.
1: Mm, okay. Um, well, what about the Chama Shop website? Like, what's your price point? Yeah, I know you I know it's at its infant stages, but mm-hmm. what are you offering on the site? Because so, we're at the holiday.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the idea of the Chamo Shop is to make things accessible. So there's going to be a wide range of things that are available, you know. Um, I have my bookmark sets that are on there that make wonderful Christmas and Kwanzaa Gifts, BTW. Um, but my random items of Blackness bookmarks, you know, they started around $6 a piece, And then you okay. can get the set, okay. you know. Um, I'm not trying to just have things that are crazy. Like I want to have a wide array of things so that people can feel the need to engage me on on all levels. You know, I have some wonderful um, bomber jackets and parkas that were made in Guatemala by, you know, local women that are practicing Mayan weaving practices that came from ancient Mayan times. So, you know, those are some really, truly unique finds that I think people will treasure. So I try to keep things you know much is something like a range how
1: much like that
0: would cost the the bombers the bomber jackets they're starting at 95 um and then okay. going up from there you know and i i tried to like i said the, the idea is to make things that are handcrafted that are curated and elevated and i really you know want to kind of engage the general population on just being mindful of slow fashion and the need to kind of slow down production of our clothing to increase the value of it and to increase the time that people take to consider creating these products. You know, um, it's all about just slowing down. And I want to make that something that's accessible at all price points.
1: Nice, nice. Um, so Chamo Shop, fellas, 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 fellas. Go to Chamo Shop, C-H-A-M-O Shop, S-H-O-P.com. Get your lady, your daughter, your auntie, your cousin, co-worker, grandmother, significant other, insignificant other, side piece, a chick that you got a little crush on or something, you know, buy or something. I'm going to talk to Chamo and see if it can give you a... <laughs> King of Kino promo code, perhaps. Mm, okay. And I don't know if I want to put too much on a the play. They might be able to get a little discount or something. So you are located here in GA. Mm-hmm. Ain't no more playing GA. But is everything shipped? Can they pick up items? Do you have like? Are you gonna have a pop up shop? Like, what's if they want to get items before the holidays? What What do you suggest? Like order you know, ASAP Rocky or what? Yeah. In order to get
0: things by the holidays, I suggest having your order in by pretty much the 15th in order to get things out in a a timely fashion. Not to say that things aren't going to be going out after that point, but if you want to be sure, you know, and we're talking about guys, you know, that includes my brother. My brother is the the kind of person that does Christmas shopping, you know, on Christmas Eve at five before the mall co- <laughs> the mall closes, you know, um, that's pushing a little close, but, you know, get those orders in and I'll get them out as quickly as possible. And, you know, hopefully they'll get there by Christmas. And if not, you know, Kwanzaa starts soon afterwards. So,
1: right, 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 right. I And are you going to happen to have a pop-up shop at like the gas station? You know, every holiday you see the people with the tents and they the gas <laughs> station. <laughs> the- <laughs> it, it really i don't know why it irks me every time i see that I, and then you know i should applaud the entrepreneurial spirit but it i don't know why it bothers me so i don't know if i, I don't know but every time i see those easter baskets the mother's, the day, mother's baskets,
0: day baskets, you don't want to get your mother's a, a gift while you're the, getting your gas
1: the the valentine's day baskets and i'm just like
0: how about pork skins at the gas station um up the street from my grandmother's house they sell pork skins at the gas station.
1: That's totally different. That's year round.
0: Oh, so as long as they're out there all the time, it's okay.
1: No, no no, no 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 no. So you saying the people inside the gas station selling pork skins or is someone no,
0: outside? No, it's someone outside, you know. Um as a matter of fact, wow. with COVID going on, they've actually expanded their selection. So you can get, uh, <laughs> you can get original flavored pork skin. You can get spicy and you can also get masks and face shields, um, all in one spot, you know, and these are um, full pork skin. There's like, it looks as if they just took the skin off the whole animal, you know, and just, I don't know what they do. They fry them up. I don't, I don't know, but they put it in a bag and, you know, you can pick them up while you're getting your gas and you fill up.
1: Oh um, my yeah. Well.
0: It's about convenience, you know. Um, that's so when,
1: when, so where will you be? Will you be at Quick Trip, Racetrack, the Valero? Where where will you be? You might
0: have to find me at Love's or, or Quick Trip. <laughs> you say Quick Trip. I actually like Quick Trip. I don't know where I'm going to be. You know, I kinda missed out on all the um the holiday pop-ups, but I'm definitely looking for an opportunity. Um,
1: hy I how for you, you missed out.
0: well, you know, with the pop ups, the Christmas time, the Christmas season, and you know, this is actually my first season not being multiple places just because of wow. all that I had going on this year. but I okay. um, you know, to get in on those, they pretty much start looking for people like in October, September, October.
1: So did they have pop-ups this year with COVID? They
0: did. You know, I know that the Connect had a wonderful pop-up. This Friday, I'm going to Mint Gallery. They're having a little holiday pop-up as well. Um, They're all around town. And, you know, the Village Market, I believe that was virtual this year, if I'm not mistaken, and that has passed. But, you know, it's a really good time um, when you're a crafter, a maker, and you're a vendor of your wares this is a wonderful time to be out there selling things so um i'm gonna get in where i fit in that's for
1: sure right so did you say the mint did you say mint gallery
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: oh okay Met- metropolitan loft
0: yes mint gallery in metropolitan G- lofts they're having something look at me promoting other people's stuff
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> I mean <laughs>
0: shout out the mint gallery you know <laughs>
1: I like Mecca. I've been there. I went to an interactive uh, event there last year. I really enjoyed it. It's cool. You know, I like those types of vibes. Hey, once again, Shamo
0: Chamo Chamo
1: Shop. Does Shamo have its own IG or is it just the website or what what's the best way for them to contact you regarding that?
0: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at shop chamo shop. You know, um Definitely check out my Instagram. I'm going to be having a lot more promotions getting closer Uh, while we're very much in the Christmas season right now. There's going to be more promotions going on out there. Um, Also on the website, Chumlashop.com. You can find me there. Um, You can feel free to personal message me on the IG, shop shop If you have any questions about anything, and we definitely will be getting that King of Kino discount code out. So be sure to look out for that. Um, hey! You, some free shipping, win, you know, win. something like that. So, win and Wednesday.
1: Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you sharing your knowledge. I learned something today, and I really appreciate that. Um, thank you so much. Uh, you are a tremendous blessing. You are a gem, oh, and um. You actually add to. You don't you don't detract, but you actually add value to the city of Atlanta for real, straight up. You really do. I'm glad to hear that. And I just want I want to tell you that. Um, thank you so much, and uh, keep it going.
0: Always. Thank you.